Amen. Okay, let's get rolling. Um, does everyone have an outline? If you need one, uh, I, we may have some extra in the back, so you can just raise your hand. Um, okay. All right. So everybody's good to go. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, man, we're so. That, how about that singing? That was awesome. I, I don't. Need, I feel like I don't even need to speak. I mean, I could just be carried away in spirit right now. That was great. Um, okay. So, all right. Tonight, man, we. we uh, I get the, the privilege of speaking and basically putting a bow on the last three semesters. Amen. And so the last three semesters, we've been getting into the book of Genesis, and it's been awesome. Awesome. Uh, so, so the brothers gave me two and a half hours, thankfully, because uh, we're going to cover the whole book again and then summarize it. I'm just kidding. Hopefully it'll be short. But, the, you know, Tino helped me, so there's no telling. Okay. Um, so. So, all right, let's let's all let's all read the title at the top of this uh, at the top of the page. Ready? Image and Dominion, the heart of Genesis. Okay, so this is the heart of Genesis. We're going to put the bow on Genesis tonight. We've been getting into all these awesome stories. Genesis is just, it's one of the easiest books to read because, you know, there's so many great stories. And, you know, you got Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, all this cool stuff. And, uh, you know, what's incredible about the book of Genesis is that even though it's the first book in the Bible, actually, okay, God did in his sovereign uh, writing of the Bible, okay, he wrote it in a way that that applies to us today. Amen. Actually, the book of Genesis portrays uh, the normal Christian life. It portrays what God is doing in man, in, in Christians today. We see that in the book of Genesis. It's pretty incredible. And so we've been diving into all kinds of things, but actually you could, you could sum it all up, you could say the, the subject, the heart of it all is image and dominion. Okay, okay, let's say that with me. Ready? Image and dominion. Okay, if you get that, then I did a, I feel like I did a pretty good job. So get that, okay? Whatever else I say, get image and dominion. Okay, that's what Genesis is about. Okay, so let's, let's read Roman number one. Ready? Go. Book of Genesis begins and ends with image and dominion. Okay, the way you start something and the way you finish something is very significant. Okay, so in the book of Genesis, we see the way it starts is the way it ends. And actually, uh, God says this, the verse isn't on there, but Isaiah 46, 10, he says he declares the end from the beginning and all his desire he will accomplish. Okay, and so what we see in the beginning of Genesis, we see at the end of Genesis because that's the normal Christian experience and that's what God is after. Okay. And so, um, let's now read. Okay. Well, a is pretty much the same thing. The subject of Genesis is man bearing the image of God and exercising dominion over all things. Okay. Let's read this verse in the first chapter of the Bible, Genesis 1:26. Ready? Go. Let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over all the earth, over every creeping thing upon the earth. Okay, 
If you want to commit to memory uh, one verse in the book of Genesis, this is it. Do it. Okay, get it. Lock it in the, in the memory bank. And so then you know you got the heart of Genesis in one verse. Okay, God made man in a very particular way. Okay, think about this. Think about this. God made, I mean, the whole universe. Okay, he made the stars, which I saw this thing yesterday, which blew me away. There's like, anyway, this, I mean, the stars are incredible. They're amazing. Okay, he made, I mean, of course he made the earth. I mean, if you, uh, you start to travel, you see some stuff. Man, the earth is beautiful. Sure. There's some incredible things. Animals, so intricate, so detailed. They're so awesome. I mean, <laughs> well, like, how cool is a giraffe, you know? I mean, it's just, it's just a cool, I mean, it's just a cool animal. Okay, okay, but among all these things, okay, all these things, God made man in his image. Okay, actually, mankind doesn't exist because man is God kind. Do y'all realize that? Okay, so you know what? Think about this for a second. You sitting here, you're in God's image. You were made in God's image, okay? And this was, this was uh, for a very particular purpose. You know, the form something is made in, okay, it, it really is, is for a purpose, okay? Uh, there's this common, uh, Kyle could probably tell you more, there's like an architectural movement, form follows function, okay? The way you make something, it, it's designed to perform a function. A meaningful person does that. You know, cars aren't super square rectangles because they need to be aerodynamic, you know, and man was made in the image of God, okay, to carry out a particular function to express God. You know, of all the things made, okay, how incredible the stars are, how incredible everything is, God made man, he made you and I in his image that we could express God. Okay, so when you think of Genesis, first, you got to think image for expression. Okay, if you're taking notes, write that down. Get that. Image is for expression. Okay, there's nothing higher. You may, you may feel like you're the worst human being on the earth. You know, you're not cool. You're not this. You're not that. Do you realize you were made in God's image? You were made to express the infinite, eternal God. How awesome is that? I mean, is that not a pretty grand plan? Man wants to be a part of something grand. And this, the grandest of all. Okay, whatever you feel, you have to realize man was made in the image of God. That's pretty, I mean, it just blows me away. Think about it for after this. You'll just be blown away. Okay. And so he was made in his image. That's one. And then two, okay, let them have dominion. Okay, let them have dominion. All right, dominion, the verb form is to dominate. Who wants to dominate? I mean, okay, I think, I hope everybody does, you know. But man was, was made to have God's dominion, okay, which, you know, when you think of dominion, think of authority, okay? That dominion was for the purpose of representing God. Okay, so when you think of dominion, dominion for representing, representation. So image for expression, dominion for representation. And what are we representing? 
We're representing God's authority. Okay, just to give you a brief history of the universe, uh, when God was creating the world, he created the heavens and the earth, okay? And actually, before he created man, angels were created, okay? And some of those angels, led by Satan, rebelled against God before man was created, and these these, uh, rebellious ones were cast to the earth. Okay, so man was created as God's creature to have God's dominion, to represent God, to deal with God's enemy. Isn't that a grand purpose? I mean, come on, you may not think you could get a good job, but do you realize you were created to deal with God's enemy? I mean, praise the Lord. That is just, I mean, what worth in our human life? Okay, so man was created this way. And then just to give you a, a I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast forward to the end of time uh, or the end of Genesis. And let's all read. Let's see in the end of Genesis. We say the book starts and ends the same way. Look at the end of Genesis. Okay, let's all read Genesis 47.7. Ready? Go. And Joseph brought in Jacob his father, setting him before Pharaoh. And there it is. Jacob blessed Pharaoh. Okay, so here we see, we see the picture. Like I was saying, Genesis provides us the picture. It shows us the normal experience of, of the Christian life. And so here we see Jacob uh, blessing Pharaoh, which really shows that Jacob was higher than Pharaoh. And, and you know what? To be in God's image, uh, you're just, everything you do is just a blessing. You're just overflowing with blessing. Okay, and I didn't put the verse on there, but Joseph, okay, you read the whole chapter of Genesis 47, you see that Joseph, uh, he has dominion over the whole earth. He's exercising God's dominion, and he's reigning over the whole earth, okay? Everyone and everything belongs to Joseph, okay? And this this is how it ends. God has his expression in Jacob, and he has his dominion in Joseph. And that's what, you know, we've seen some of that over the past few weeks. And so, the book of Genesis is like uh, it's almost like a mirror of the whole Bible. Isn't that incredible? Genesis is like a, it's like a giant seed bed. Seeds are just planted. But these seeds, okay, of, our, of, of the normal Christian experiences, we need the whole Bible to see. Okay, so in, in point two, it says the matters of image and dominion presented as seeds in Genesis are developed and consummated in the New Testament. Okay, so here's the deal. All right, we got Genesis 1.26. Man was made to express God and to uh, exercise God's dominion. Okay, we had the perfect form, but actually we lacked one thing. Did y'all realize that? Even Adam, he needed one thing. And that one thing, okay, that he needed was placed right in front of him called the tree of life. Okay, man needed God's life to to fulfill God's desire. Okay, and so man, he was placed in front of the tree, but you all know the story. Uh, Unfortunately, man failed. We fell. You know, we actually ended up sinning, okay, and man got infused with sin and rebellion. That began, that that filled our flesh, okay, and so man didn't accomplish his job. But here's the incredible thing. 
Okay, and I mean, I, I want us all just to yell praise the Lord, but I won't. Okay, the incredible thing is that, you know what? God doesn't say, he doesn't look down and say, uh, well, I gave it a good shot. You know, I set him up just right. I guess I'll just start over. You know what God says? He tells the serpent who deceived man and caused man to fail. He tells the serpent, you know what? The seed of the woman. I'm sticking with man. Man's my guy. The seed of the woman, he's going to bruise you on the head. Okay? He sticks with man. Praise the Lord. And so in Genesis, we see that God, you know, he takes man from his fallen condition. He remakes man. He transforms man. And the end result is that he gets man who expresses him and has dominion over the, over the enemy. He deals, man deals with the enemy. Okay, the seed of the woman who bruises the head of the serpent, that is actually the first prophecy in the Bible. That's really the gospel preached. Because do you know who the fulfillment? Man couldn't do it until that prophecy was fulfilled. In, if you could take a guess, what do you think it is? Jesus. Jesus. Exactly. Okay, so let's all read A together. Incarnation and God-man living fulfilled God's intention in his creation of man. Okay, the point here, and I want you to write this down. Christ did it. That's, I mean, that's it. Christ did it. Hallelujah. Okay, man didn't do it, but you know what? God himself became a man, and Christ did it. He perfectly expressed God. He had dominion over the enemy. Okay, and just to show you this, I mean, I was so enjoying these verses. I want to just, how about we just alternate? Let's start with image and see Christ in the image of God, expressing God. Okay, brothers, let's start with uh, Colossians, and then we'll just go brothers, sisters, through those image verses. Okay, ready? Colossians 1.15. Who is the image of the invisible God? Who has seen me, seen the Father. And he who beholds me, beholds him who sent me. I have come as a light into the world. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and reality came through Jesus Christ. But you denied the Holy and Righteous One. Okay, I want you to see this. Christ was the image of God. He fulfilled it. He expressed God. And, and I want you to see, I put these bottom three verses on so that you could see, he expressed the Father's attributes in his inward human virtues. That's God's desire. The inward human virtues would express fully God's attributes. So God is light. God is love. God is holiness, righteousness. God is these things. And you want to know what God looks like? You want to know what these things look like? Look at Jesus. Jesus expressed these things. He is light. He is holiness, righteousness, grace. I mean, he expressed God. Okay, so now let's look at dominion. How about uh, brothers again? Let's start on Matthew 12, 28, and we can just alternate. Ready, go. But if I, by the Spirit of God, out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Behold, So, in a man under authority. 
Jesus. saying that through death he might destroy Okay, I just wanted to give you a little sample here, okay? Jesus exercised God's dominion, okay? He cast out the demons, okay? I love, how about uh, this second one? Behold, the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. You know what he was saying? He was saying, I'm the kingdom of God, okay? I'm the realm. Think of the kingdom as a realm in which God can reign and rule. Jesus was the kingdom of God, okay? That's incredible. He exercised dominion over the serpent, okay? He, he did away with the authority of darkness, and he brought in the kingdom of God. Okay, um, man, uh, wow. How about 1 John 3, 8? This purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy, he might dissolve, he might undo the works of the devil. The work of the devil was rebellion, okay? He, he rejected God. He said, I will ascend to the Most High. I will be like the Most High. Christ undid all the works of the devil. He destroyed all the rebellion. He exercised God's dominion. Okay, all right, again, the point. Let's all say it. Christ did it. Ready? Christ did it. Okay, you got it. Christ did it. Okay, and the awesome thing, the incredible thing, is that Christ wants to give you the life that did it. Through his coming to the earth, his dying, his fixing our problem of sin, you know what? He made the way that we could receive his life. And so that's his next point. You know what? Jesus wants to give us his life, and he does that through the gospel. This is the gospel. Okay, let's read. Let's all read B right there at the bottom. Through the gospel of the kingdom, God brings rebellious people under the ruling of his authority. They may become his kingdom and be ruled by his authority. Okay, God wants to recover us fully back to his intent. Okay, fully back to, um, you know, what he had intended in Genesis 1.26. Okay, what I thought was incredible is that, you know what, the good news, the gospel, it's not only for man. Actually, the gospel of the kingdom, it brings us back to God's purpose and satisfies God. Isn't that incredible? Man, how, how good news is that? You know, what do you think God thinks? Do you think he thinks that's some good news? Definitely. Okay. The gospel of the kingdom brings rebellious people under the ruling of his authority. Okay. How about we just, uh, we can just go ahead and alternate on these verses again. How about brothers on John 3, 5 and then sisters and we'll alternate. Ready, go. Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Who delivers out of the authority of darkness and transfers into the kingdom of the Son of the Lord. To him who loves us and has released us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom. For if by the offense of the one, death reigned through the one, 
Jesus Christ. Okay, uh, man, all these verses are incredible. You see in John 3, uh, he wants to give us his life. That's what he's saying, born anew. Okay, we need to be born with his life. Okay, and this is our entrance into the kingdom. When we receive his life, okay, uh, I love Colossians, we're delivered out of the authority of darkness, transferred into the kingdom of the son of his love. Okay, this to me was incredible. Okay, we were, to think about this, okay? Man was created to have dominion over the enemy, right? Over God's enemy, to deal with God's enemy. Okay, but actually because of the fall, instead of having dominion over, we came under. We came under the authority of darkness. The Bible says we became slaves to uncleanness, slaves to lawlessness. Okay, this was a result of the fall. But you know what God does? Through the, the gospel of the kingdom, okay, through the impartation of his life, we're transferred. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise Out from under the authority of darkness, okay, into the kingdom of the son of his love. Amen. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I mean, what a transfer, okay? What a transfer. Um, man. It's, it's just awesome. Okay. Uh, well, okay, let's go. I got I to gotta keep going here. These verses are great. You can get into all of them later. But, okay, so the gospel was good news for man, but also good news for God. Like I said, the, this gospel, okay, that transfers man out from under Satan, okay, back into the, the kingdom of the son of his love. Okay, this, this began again, uh, God getting his, his desire. Okay, and so, you know what the product of this gospel was and the product of what the Lord Jesus did is the church. Okay, let's go to this next page. The new man, this was the product. Okay, let's read C. The church as the one Present him and fight against God's enemy for God's kingdom. Okay, so what the Lord did, you know what? That created the new man. The old man, uh, which was in the right form, didn't get it done. But the new man, the difference with the new man is that God's life has been added. Okay, so the new man with, uh, who, who got filled with God's life, you know what? Because of that, the new man, okay, will fulfill God's purpose. He will express God, the new man. That's the church. That's us. The new man will fulfill God's. He will express God. He will exercise God's dominion over the enemy. Oh, praise the Lord. This is awesome. Okay, let's read. Uh, how about bros on Colossians 3.10 and then sisters read Ephesians 6. Ready? And have put on the new man, which is
Okay, so there in Colossians, we see that the new man, the church, okay, is in the, is being, is being, I wanted to point that one out, is being renewed, okay, unto full knowledge according to the image of him who created him. We are, we're in the process, okay, that's what God is after today. Okay, man, that is worth selling all and going after for. Okay, this is it, that God could have his desire. He could be expressed in the new man. Okay, and then Ephesians 6, uh, this is, this is uh, the church exercising dominion over the enemy. Okay, but what I, what I think is interesting about both of these and what I really wanted to point out about both of these is that, okay, and especially in Ephesians 6, we can see, okay, um, man, well, put on the whole armor of God. Okay, uh, the Bible reveals that we believers are just members of the body, right? And so how is one member supposed to put on the whole armor? That, that would be really tough. You know, how does your arm wear a breastplate? I mean, that would be kind of tough, right, Josh? You know what I mean? Okay, so what we need is we need the whole body. And so what God's after is he's after a corporate expression. And he's after a corporate dominion. Actually, in Genesis 1-6, you see that from the very beginning. It says, uh, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion. Let them have dominion. So God's thought from the very beginning was a corporate expression, a corporate uh, dominion, a corporate reigning. And so, you know what? If you take this message and you go, man, this is awesome. I'm going to go express God. I'm going to go uh, reign over the enemy. You know, I'm going to be a super Christian. Uh, well, good luck, but I'm just going to tell you, you're going to fail by yourself. You know, you can try all you want, but but uh, the way God made us, you know what? This is a corporate matter. And so we need each other, my brothers and sisters. We need each other to accomplish God's desire, to express God, to represent God. We need each other. We need the, the church. We need the whole body. Okay, so... Um, I hope I can wrap up quickly with this last point. Uh, for the one new man, we need, this is the, uh, okay, let me pause. Uh, we, we got, uh, you know, the super high vision, right? I mean, who, who, not, who doesn't get fired up to hear that you were made in the image of God and were given God's dominion? You had the right form. You've now, if you're a Christian, you've received his life. You're in the right place. You know what I mean? Okay, all this is awesome. All this is super. I mean, man, to even consider and, and think that mankind could express the infinite, eternal God, what, what a grand plan. What, what a mercy to man that we would be involved in something so high, right? Okay, so uh, this is awesome up here that we see it, and we have to see it. But we got we to come down to the nitty-gritty, all right? We got to see the, the daily practical. What does this look like for us? Okay, so point D, for the one new man, we need to live by the life of God and the person of Christ in our spirit. Okay, so... Um, 
man, I, I, this part is like, oh, it's, it's so great because there's so many like, this is an awesome, I mean, brings it way down to you, okay? And so what we have to do, the key to this is that, you know what, we have, we really, man has one need to uh, fulfill God's desire. And that's to continue and stay, remain in the dispensing of God's life. Okay, so daily, every single day, when we wake up, you know what God is like? What he, I mean, he's described as, he's described as a bountiful supply. And he described, it's like we, we get the vision that he's wanting to give us more and more of himself. He's wanting to dispense himself every day, even moment by moment into us. Okay, it's like, I mean, a dispenser, you know, it's like a, a free candy machine dispensing candy. Okay, and that's a terrible example. I'm sorry, but okay. I mean, think about it. God, you can get him whenever you want. Okay. And we just need, he's so available. That's the point. He's so available and we just need to go. And you know what? Maybe we just have a little, uh, how about, how about during the day, you know, uh, a little Lord Jesus, I need you just, just a little calling, you know, uh, how about, how about a little, you know, three minutes with, with Josh Sheridan in the morning. Hey, bro, let's, let's just pray, man. I just need some prayer, bro. You know, just a, a little fellowship. Okay. You know, maybe, maybe you get into the word. I mean, just, we just need a little bit more and we just, we just stay in the dispensing all day long. Okay. And what I, what I, uh, wanted to kind of point out, um, well, I guess I'll, I'll, I just want to read one of these verses, um, Man, there's so much here and time's up. Okay, uh, well, okay. John 6, 57. As the living Father has sent me and I live because of the Father, so he who eats me, he also shall live because of me. Okay, and what I, th what I thought, what I got struck with uh, as I was getting into this. Think about this. He who eats me. All right, don't be distracted by cannibal, you know, sounding Jesus. He's just talking about receiving him in our spirit. Okay? So, he who eats me. But, but think about replace that me with, so he who eats, okay, the one who expressed God. He also shall live uh, because of the one who expressed God. Okay, we are what we eat. That's right. When we eat the one who expressed God, when we eat the one who had dominion over the enemy, okay, what do you think happens to us? What do you think happens? We begin to express God. We begin to uh, have dominion over the enemy. Okay, and the one thing I wanted to point out about dominion is don't think outward. Okay, this is, uh, this is a, hidden, a hidden kingdom today. Don't think I'm going to go exercise authority and uh, if a lion charged me, I'm going to just, you know, in the name of Jesus, don't, you know, don't think, you know, don't think outward, okay? Okay, don't think outward. What God wants to do today, what he's looking for today is an entrance on the earth. He's looking for a beachhead, somewhere he can start. And you know where he wants to start? He wants to start in you. He wants to subdue all the rebellion within you, within me, okay? And so when we think dominion, 
Actually, actually, why I put that verse, Matthew 8, 9, um, was because to have dominion actually is to be under the authority of Jesus, under the authority of God. This sounds almost counterintuitive, right? That, oh, I'm going to have dominion over, but actually that's under. And so the the contrast of having dominion is, uh, I mean, basically being under Satan, okay, being under his control. But to be over Satan, okay, to exercise dominion over Satan is to be under God's control. Okay, and the contrast, real quick, is the flesh and the spirit. The, The poison of sin is in our flesh. Okay, and you know what? Uh, God's life is in our spirit. And so when we exercise dominion over Satan, over the rebellion in our flesh, all that means is just turn to your spirit. Live and walk and do everything in the spirit. Okay, and and according to the person who's who's living in your spirit. Okay, you have, if you're a Christian, okay, You have another person living in you, okay? You have Christ living in you. Do you realize what it means for a person to live in you is that you have someone in you who has opinions. You have someone else in you who has thoughts and feelings. And so you know what? That goes contrary generally to, uh, definitely to the feeling in our flesh, to our own opinions, Okay, I mean, just consider, do we have interaction with the Lord? Do we realize there's a person who might have an opinion about what we listen to? That person within us might have an opinion about what we watch on TV, what we buy at the store, you know, uh, what, what kind of clothes we put on. You know what I mean? I mean, that, that person within us might have an opinion about that. And so to exercise dominion is to... I just think you're dominating your own feeling with the feeling in our spirit. And so day by day, if we stay under the dispensing of God, you know what happens? That sense becomes stronger and stronger. And we begin to have more interaction. You know, uh, you may not have once ever considered, what do I wear today? You may not have ever thought, Lord, what should I wear? You, You may have never prayed that, thought about that. But you know what? The more we stay under the the dispensing, every aspect of our whole life, what we say to our friends, our family, you know what, what we uh, say to our roommate who left his shoes out again, you know, even when we asked him nicely the first time to not, you know what I mean? I mean, okay, we, we need to, again, more and more just ask, consider another person in you who has opinions lives in you. And so the key, the key to enter into today God's desire, having his expression, having his representation on the earth is by just continuing in the dispensing. Keep eating. Keep eating the one who who did overcome the enemy. Keep eating the one who did express God. Okay, uh, I think, uh, well, we still have a good amount of time. So over the next maybe uh, seven minutes or so, you have a little further reading. We can just read this and then we'll have a little time for sharing afterwards.